everyone, I'm Lan. And I'm Liza. We're the hosts of The Number Two Show, a podcast to destigmatize everything poop related. You might be asking yourself, why are we making a podcast about poo or rather a poo cast about mm. poo? I think we both realized early on in our friendship that we both had that shared <laughs> desire to talk about funny poo things. There's a lot of shame around poop. For me growing up in the US, it was just something no one really talked about. And for us to just take this thing that's totally normal that everyone does and just have a laugh about it because it's gross. It's hilarious. Exactly. I totally agree. I'm from the UK and I think in the UK we're a bit more open mm. about talking about this sort of thing and everyone finds it hilarious. I think everyone's probably got a funny poo story. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but I also think there's a lot of gaps in people's knowledge because it is still, yeah, like you said, it's a bit of a stigmatised subject. Yeah. Maybe in the same way that sex was, what, like 20 years ago? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. such a good point. Oh my God, maybe we're like on the cusp of something. It's the poo revolution. <gasps> yes. The poo revolution. Oh my God, get your flags ready for... Folks. Exactly, where the pioneers. Yeah, the poo pioneers. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. You took the words right out of my mouth. Should we talk about our childhoods, the role of pooing and poo in our <laughs> yeah, ch- sure. childhoods? The way we are with the way we are now. Exactly, yeah. So why don't you go first? Okay, yeah, sure. So poop was not really a hot topic in my family growing up, but I definitely remember sitting in the bathroom with my sister when one of us had to go to the bathroom and we were most likely constipated because we'd be in there for ages. And it was usually to try to get out of chores that we would like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. That's what we tell our parents. So we just insisted we had to go to the bathroom and then we had to go to the bathroom together and we just tell stories and it smelled to high heaven, but we still did it. And it was just, this weird bonding thing. But yeah, that was my experience. What about you? Wait, before we move on, would you be making eye contact with each other then while one of you's taking a dump? Hell yeah. Oh, you know, nice. you just okay. like sit and talk like you're at a cafe or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like you just don't mind that you're just sitting in there. Just, it, it was for entertainment purposes. It was before we had phones. I would read the backs of shampoo bottles. I mean, I think older folks like us can relate to that where you're just like, I have nothing to read. And then you don't want to bring like a newspaper or a magazine in there because that's for fancy rich folk and and talk to your sister at the same time so yeah. even when one of you's like straining or like the poo's coming out you just keep, just keep talking oh yeah it's oh, like right. not a big deal okay well, what about you so in my family you know after breakfast everyone went to poo we always wherever we lived there was always like three or four toilets god on me that's fancy um, yeah, but I was just really aware of, like, you'd be looking for one of your parents and it'd be like, don't disturb because they're going for a poo. And we, they'd announce it? or No, they wouldn't announce it, but you know when you're a kid, you want to know where your parents are. Yeah, like when you're yeah, little. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, they'd be in there for, like, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So growing up, I thought that was normal. I thought, after breakfast, you go and poo for 20 minutes. Oh, my God. And, yeah, and it was only as an, not even as a teenager that I realised you don't have to wait for the poo. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you can't just summon a poo, right? <laughs> yeah. Whenever you sit on a wait for the poo to come to you. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, me and my friends used to call it like surfing the wave because you have like that wave, don't you? Feeling like you need to poo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you lose it, then you might not be able to poo again later. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst feeling. Yeah, it's horrible if you like miss, miss the poo wave. Yeah, there's definitely a, a window of time. Window yeah. of opportunity. Opportunity. <laughs> yeah. We should find out what that window, if there is an actual... <gasps> That's a great idea. Duration. Yeah, so I was on holiday with friends as a teenager, and one of my friends was like, oh, I need to poo. And I was like, oh, well, I guess, you know, you're going to be gone for 20 minutes then. Yeah. And she looked at me like I was mad and said, well, no, like, pooing is like when you need to pee. When you need to go, you go. Mm-hmm. Takes a couple of minutes, you come out and you're done. And um, it blew my mind. Mm-hmm. All that time I'd, like, wasted sitting on the toilet. <laughs> 
And like you say, like, you know, with no good like, reading material or anything, you're just like stuck there. And then I knew that you could just wait till you need to poo. Yeah. No, that's so smart. I remember my mom would say, like, anytime we got a stomach ache, oh, go sit on the toilet. Yeah. Just wait for something to happen. You're just like, what am I doing here? It's such a waste of time. Exactly. And yeah, and it's still, the stomach ache doesn't go away. You no, just no. sit there and nothing happens. Exactly. Pins and needles. I just remember always <gasps> yes. having pins and needles yeah. growing up. Oh my God, because you're sitting there thinking this is normal. You're like waiting for it to happen. <laughs> yeah, half an hour. Wow, that's amazing. It took so long to figure this out. But that's yes. a good friend to tell you. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, for her, it was so normal that she mm-hmm. just, yeah, said it. But yeah, the other thing is that we used to announce needing to poo mm-hmm. in my house because <laughs> I guess it was quite a big house and people in my family, you know, if, if they want to talk to you, they'll call your name out and they will keep calling your name until you, like, appear to come and talk to them. Mm-hmm. And that would be really annoying because if from the toilet, you could just hear someone shouting mm-hmm. to you and you're like, oh, like, leave me alone. So before we went to the toilet, we would announce, hey, I'm going for a poo. Yeah. Everyone knows where you are. Yeah. Leave me alone, don't bother me. Exactly. And to to this day, I still always have a bit of an urge to announce when I'm going to (laughs) poo. And actually, when I was living with my friend Fiona, we were working from home. And for most of the time that she was there, I just felt this compulsion. And I wouldn't tell her. I'd be like, I'm going for a poo now. And she'd be like, I'm great. (laughs) That approval just felt really good. Like, okay. Good. I feel like that's what monarchs probably do there. It's like, here you, here you, I have to take a dump now. Probably. Yeah, yeah get the, you know, when people like need you, right? Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Let high where you are. Yeah, it's more like you need them because I'm just assuming all monarchs are like having their butts scrubbed by 12 people just watching yeah. them poop. If you are, yeah, a monarch, would you choose to have people wipe you? Lord, no. Like a thousand percent know you too. What if, no, definitely not. But what if you thought that was normal? What if you were thinking like, yeah. you'll have, yeah, one person holding your buttocks. Oh, another one wiping for Oh my God. And another one using a damp sponge to clean it. Oh my God. And I wonder if the people who do this, if this is actually a job, I'm just assuming it is. Mm. Like, are they proud of it? Do they come home and tell their parents? Yeah. Mother, father. I'm just assuming that they're all British. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they probably get paid bank to do it. Yeah, definitely. Well, do it? No. Anyway, let's, no. we're going down a yeah. rabbit hole. <laughs> but I'm hoping that with this podcast, you know, sharing some interesting stories about what we think is normal, what y'all think is normal, and maybe there will be some realizations that's like, wait, I've been doing this wrong the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, a friend of mine always thought you can only wipe with two pieces of toilet paper. <laughs> this was just something he had in his head, and I don't know if he saw it in a show or something growing up, but he would only use two sheets of toilet paper, and that is it, after any kind of dump. And he didn't realize until he was in his late 30s, and his wife was like, we need to talk. There are skid marks in all your boxers. Please start using more sheets of toilet Because she was like, I need to understand why this is happening. So maybe we can figure out together what's normal, what's not. That's really sweet, because I can imagine other people he dated might have just been like, that's a deal breaker. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. and no one could ever get near that booty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ew. Well, yeah, they wouldn't want... Yeah, oh, gosh. Messy. So every episode, we're going to end it by sharing an embarrassing poo story. Hopefully, you'll write in to us mm-hmm. and share yours. It can be anonymous, or you can totally identify yourself, shout it from the rooftops, or we'll do it for you. So we figured, just to be fair, we'll start by sharing our embarrassing poo stories. So, Lan, would you like to go first? Yeah, and I've got to say, I did struggle to think of one that was specifically about my poo. <laughs> I do have ones where I was not involved. 
involved in someone's poo. That sounds terrible. <laughs> anyway, I'll tell that story another time. <laughs> but I do remember a couple of things. Um, I remember being really constipated after, I think, like traveling abroad. Mm. And you always think diarrhea is the worst thing that can happen, like poo-wise, mm-hmm. until you have bad constipation. <gasps> like, that is horrific. Because at least when you've got diarrhea, you know, everything's like leaves your system yeah yeah have you been like so constipated whenever you eat it makes you feel like nauseous yeah and then you have like this visual in your head of like i'm just i'm full of poo yeah like it's just horrible and then yeah it comes out and you need to go oh yeah every time there's just nothing so i remember just feeling miserable mm-hmm. and i remembered like with all my school friends this is back when we still all emailed each other rather than this like <laughs> text messaging whatever oh. And I remember like saying it to them and it was just so sweet because it was a big group email with about 10 of us on there. And they each kind of individually just like sent me a really sweet email like, hey, have you tried um, like what I do? And I'm constipated is, you know, I try like just breathing really deeply and really relaxing. Wow, and like, like maybe try massaging your bum hole, this kind of thing. And I was just, <laughs> <laughs> a nice bum hole massage. Yeah, exactly. And it was just like, <laughs> oh, I have some good friends there. Like, it's so sweet. It's so nice. Yeah. yeah. So it, it wasn't super embarrassing. Actually, do you know what? I was embarrassed when I told them I was constipated. Mm-hmm. But in hindsight, that doesn't feel too embarrassing. Yeah. It's not too bad, is it? No, definitely not because everybody's been there. Did you try any of their techniques? Oh, okay. Maybe this is the embarrassing bit, what I ended up doing. I just... <laughs> I just remember... I would... I had to... Use, not use my fingers to get it out, but I, I felt like around my bum hole and I could feel that there was something there. And I had to like squeeze it from the outside. You know, like when you're squeezing a spot on like your face to like get something out. I kind of had to do a bit of that. Did it work? You had to get a tiny little turd out. No, I just broke that bit out. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, so good. Yeah, I had something similar where I was constipated in Rome. It had been five days. I was eating nothing but like pasta and bread, all the starchiest things. And I just visualized myself just full of shit. And I couldn't get it out. And my friend Julia was like, oh, yeah, you just kind of put your finger up your butt and I was like I am desperate and we'll try anything yeah and it, it didn't work and didn't do anything oh and I was just like god damn it I felt so alone and I was so sweaty and I was in this like weird Italian man's Airbnb but he wasn't there and I was just so psyched out oh my god it was the worst and I remember the feeling of being able to shut after being mm-hmm. constipated for yeah. days you're like I started believing Nothing in like God it. again like <laughs> it was just amazing it's funny though they do say like when you're constipated yes stink killing your finger out it does work that's what I've been told this is a little side note but <laughs> we're not doctors or medical professionals no. so please but you can try it out I mean no harm like, yeah. if you have any tips on what to do when you're constipated let us know yeah I, now I'm so scared of being constipated you really yeah. eat all the fibers <laughs> all the fiber all the time yeah definitely how many times a day do you poop always once on a good day two or three times yeah but yeah. you're on the clock like. I'm on the clock 8am 8, 8 yeah wake yeah. up I have to pay literally yeah. I remember we went camping once and I heard the unzipping of the tent <laughs> I was like oh is it 8 o'clock <laughs> already yep <laughs> yeah, no matter what, it's just like yeah, clockwork. 
Should I tell you my other slightly yes. embarrassing one? Again, it's not really poo related. It's more about bum holes. I don't really have much of embarrassment around bum holes. And I remember going around for dinner around a friend's house. Mm-hmm. And there were three of us there. And we were talking about hemorrhoids. Because um, one of my friends was worried that maybe she had a hemorrhoid. And she kept describing it. And we were like, we don't know what you're talking about. Can we just see it? And she was also like, oh, yeah, she's like, I can feel something, but I can't see it. And we were like, well, was it painful? Yeah. Okay. And so we were like, well, why don't we look at it and take a photo of it for you? That's so nice of you. And so, like, you know, just had dinner, like, we pushed the t- plate, uh, plates off the table on all fours. At someone's house. At someone's house. Not at a restaurant. Okay. No, I don't know what you Brits are into, you know? <laughs> no, I can't, no. If we're showing each other's bum holes to each other, it's I mean, true. It's true. But we'd had a few drinks, so, like, you know, we had no, uh, like, barriers. Um, and so, yeah, we, like, took it turns to get on all fours on the table and, like, Look at each other's bum holes. Wait, wait, I thought you were just looking at a hemorrhoid butthole. Oh, but then I was like, oh, mine doesn't look like that. I don't think. Do you want to look at mine? Oh, <laughs> my God. I mean, see, I know we just have this conversation, like, do you think Americans or English people are more, like, uptight? And you're like, oh, Americans for sure. I'm like, yeah, yeah we're, like, totally blue. Yeah, but, like, yeah. no way in hell would we be, like, on all fours at the dinner table showing off our if it was somewhere else? Is it because it's the dinner table that you're offended? Anywhere. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so we looked at each other's bum holes. Oh my God. And that was also a really nice shared bonding experience. <laughs> I love that this is like about friendship, like both of <laughs> yeah. you. You've got some really great friends, Lan. Thank you. You just yeah. don't have me as that kind of friend, though. Well, we're doing this podcast together. It's, That's true. It's a start. I'll have you on the dinner table. Yeah. Oh, God, in no time. It's just a good old time or a Tuesday night at your friend's house. I'm there. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so I guess I'll just share my embarrassing yeah, story. Yeah, Okay, so... I had been dating this guy a while. This is when I was living in San Francisco. And I went over to his house. He was having a party. And I go into the bathroom. It's a small apartment, so there's one toilet. And, of course, like at any party, there's a line outside the bathroom. And I never poop in public. It is very hard for me to poop anywhere except for in my own home and toilet or, like, at my parents' house. But it just happened. Sometimes you go to pee and a poo comes out. And I didn't know what to do because the toilet wasn't flushing. And I was like, this is literally my nightmare. And so I started panicking. I was like, okay, Liza, think. What would someone a lot smarter than me that isn't in this, like, shitty situation do yeah that was a situation I like that so I was like okay there is a plastic bag in the trash can and I use that as like a little glove to pick my turd (laughs) out of the toilet and tie it up real tight and I had to put it in my purse because (laughs) there was no other way of getting it out of the bathroom and people are knocking at the door and so I'm starting to freak out and so I take this turd out of the bathroom and then go through the whole party to the back door and throw it into the garbage thing in the back without anybody seeing me that I know of, but it was hands down the most embarrassing poop story. And no one ever knew. But he and he didn't tell anyone at the moment. Oh, God. Did you have your own friends, though? Was it all your boyfriend's friends? Or was it anyone I'm you could tell? Sure. I can't remember. It, I oh think I just God. blacked out after it happened. Like, I can't believe I got away with that. <laughs> you know, because I, I wouldn't be able to have left a turd in the toilet at a party. Yeah. Like, you, you you had a friend who did this. Yeah, right? yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. It was my ex-boyfriend, actually. Uh, we, went, we went to a party, a house party. Again, it was the only toilet. <laughs> and I remember being there and, and someone being like, oh, someone's been in the toilet for, like, 
an hour. Like the door's been locked for an hour. Oh I was like, what? That's nuts. And then my boyfriend was like, yeah, that was me. <gasps> I did a shit that was so stinky that I was like too embarrassed to like open the door because then everyone would know it was me. Mm. So he just like opened the window, climbed out the window. Oh my God. And came back into the party. Well, what a guy. <laughs> But I don't know, like, with you, I'm thinking, like, I feel like sometimes people just put loads of toilet paper on top of the poo, right, to hide it. Yeah, but there's no hiding that. And, like, everyone knew me because it's, like, my boyfriend's party. And they'd be like, oh, hey, did you? I just, oh, my God, that's just, like, my nightmare for people to know. Was it a big poo? Probably. Oh, I mean, it fit my my handbag or like my purse. So, <laughs> but I think this is the days that like the the handbags are a bit baggier. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, that I mean, that is genius that you thought to get the the bin liner. I can't believe I was able to think about that. Yeah. This like desperation and yeah. Yeah, I think I'd just be crying. <laughs> kind of, like, you know, like that laugh crying. Like this is ridiculous. Yeah. So crying and like yeah. shit, 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 and horror. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but hopefully with this podcast we can destigmatize poop and you can confidently poop at a party and not have to run out or throw the turd into your purse. So, <laughs> oh, so you'd be empowered ideally to come out and be like, I have just done a massive poop in there. <laughs> I don't know. I apologize. I can't do anything. See you later. Yeah, <laughs> it was something like this. It's like somebody deal with that. <laughs> like someone left a turd in the toilet. It wasn't me. Because yeah. women don't shit. No, of course not. Yeah, this is the fun fact, folks. Actually, that does remind me of one other little story. Yeah, tell me. I'm, I guess in my family, I'm kind of known for doing big poos. <laughs> and I remember oh just God. visiting my parents. And there was a particular toilet that would struggle to uh, evacuate my poos. And I think I was in a rush, so I did a massive poo. And as I left, the toilet would have flushed. But I, I think I had a flight to catch. And oh I said to my parents, I was like, I'm really sorry. Like, can one of you, like, take care of the poo? Oh, my God. But that's kind of acceptable in my family. That's so nice. But I just remember my mum being like, calling out to my dad, like, can you boil some water in the kettle? And I didn't realise that that was their technique for dealing with my poos, just like a oh. uh, kettle full of hot water and then flushing it. Lance done it again. Yeah. I've been going there with a stick and trying to break it up or something. <laughs> oh, no, I just had like, yeah, that's just normal one in my house. Oh my God, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I love how close you are with your family and your friends <laughs> with all things poop related. I thought that was normal, but yeah. it's not. Maybe it'd be good to have some distance, you know, some. Yeah. Yeah, my parents might be like, we don't want to know about your poos. <laughs> And poor parents. Oh, bless them. Well, if you have any embarrassing poop stories that you want to share with us, we would love to hear from you. So go to our Instagram page. We're at The Number Two Show and record your story as a voice message and we'll play it in an upcoming episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed our first ever episode of our Poocast. And we'll see you again next time when I'll be talking about the history of toilet paper. Bye. Bye. Bye.